Hi, I'm Anna. I'm in fourth grade and will be interviewing author Laurel Snyder today for author podcast series at my school, The Davis Academy. Laurel Snyder is the author of several books for children and tweens as well as a poet. We are excited to speak with her today. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, what was your inspiration for your book, My Jasper Dream? So most of my books start in a couple of different places, and I would say that there is one big inspiration for my Jasper June, which is that something really sad happened to me when I was about eight years old, and I used those memories and those, those thoughts to kind of give Leah her backstory, and that was definitely the inspiration, although I don't want to say too much about what it was. But the other thing that I'll say that was a big inspiration for my Jasper June is that where I live in South Atlanta, there is this amazing place called Red's Farm. That is, it's just a couple blocks from my house. That's kind of a weird little pocket in the middle of downtown Atlanta. There's this weird little pocket of like wilderness that has a creek, and my kids used to go catch salamanders. And I always used to go there and imagine, like, if I were a kid, the kind of kid that I used to be, what I would have imagined was happening there. That's very interesting. Next. How long have you been writing and when did you start? I started writing when I was eight years old, um, which was a big year in my life when a lot of difficult things happened. Uh, and, um, and writing for me, reading for me first, and then writing for me second was a really good distraction. It was a really good way to sort of channel my frustrations and my sadnesses and also just play with my imagination. And Like when things were sad or hard, I would imagine like unicorns or dragons or witches or fairies or things like that that made me excited and happy. Um, and that's really where it began. One of the best things about writing is that you can basically revise your life. Like you can sort of revise the things you don't, you ever have that thing happen where like somebody's not so nice to you and then you think of like the mean thing you should have said as soon as you walk away and you're like, oh, why didn't I think of that sooner? Like when you write books, you get to sort of get a second chance at those kinds of things. So you've been writing for a long time. I've been writing for a very, very, very long time. Okay. So what was your first book you wrote, and what did you learn from that experience? So it's hard for me to say. I, I always create examples. Sometimes we do this when we write fiction. We, we create examples of things. I don't remember exactly what the very first one was. When I, when I talked to your school group earlier, I talked about it in terms of a dragon on the ceiling um, and, and writing down the story of the first Chinese food-eating dragon. Um, but there were a whole lot of different ones. I have a lot of memories. There was one about the very naughty unicorn. And there was one, I have a very vivid memory of writing a book called The Unicorn Window. That was very, Sounds interesting. well, except that it was based on a book I had read from the library called The Unicorn Window. Uh -oh. <laughs> so, and I think so, I, a friend of mine who's an author also said that um, his first book was about four children who visit the magical land of Flurnia. But I think a lot of us, a lot of us started out by reading books and loving them and then imitating them. And it's a really fine line of what's too much copying, you know? But when you're just doing it for fun, when you're not doing it for school or anything, that's sort of a good way to get started writing. Good information. Um, next, is being an author your dream job? If not, what is your dream job? Oh, there's always lots of dreams, right? I've always wanted to be a librarian. My grandmother was a librarian. Um, and I spent a lot of time volunteering at the school library myself. Um, I have always wanted to be a bookstore owner, and now my sister is a bookstore owner. She went and stole my dream. Um, certainly, author was the number one dream. But once something becomes your, when, once your dream thing becomes your real life, it does tend to spur you to imagine other dreams. You know, yeah, I definitely sense. still have fantasies in which, like, 
I'm a country western singer or, you know, I open a little shop in the neighborhood where I like walk to work every day at the shop. Um, so I have lots of dreams, but I don't know. I wanted to be a mom and I wanted to be an author and those were the two most important things and I got to do them both. Next, if you could go into any book you wrote, what would you, what would it be, and what would you do in it? Hmm, that's a really good question. I'm not sure anybody's ever asked me that. I think my second book was called Any Witch Wall, and it's a tribute to a book called Half Magic by Edward Eager, and um, I wrote that book because those were some of my favorite books. They're I'm not, I'm not sure that I would recommend them to kids today. There are things in them that feel very old-fashioned now that in, in ways that maybe are not so great. But when I was a kid, I loved, loved, loved those books. And so I wrote a tribute to them because I wanted, I wanted to create a contemporary version of that that would be a better book for kids to read today. Um, so I sort of an idealized, like, that's, it's, the, it's the world of books that I wanted to live in when I was a kid. About these, so it's about a bunch of kids who find this wall that um, can transport them to anywhere if they make their wish the right way. So yeah, I would probably go to any which wall and then use the wall to go to all sorts of other places. That's cool. Um, how long does it take you to write a book? It depends. Um, I would like to say that it gets easier, but it doesn't, right? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just can't get it. And Jasper June actually was a book that started five years ago and I wrote it and I put it in a drawer because it was a failure. And then I took it out of the drawer and I rewrote it and rewrote it and rewrote it again years later. So My Jasper June is a book that took five years to write through several very dramatic and serious revisions. Um, Bigger Than a Bread Box is a book that because it's, Bigger Than a Bread Box is a book that I wrote that's very much about my parents' divorce. And because I had sort of lived it, I think, I didn't have to spend as long writing it or imagining it because because it was also real. Like you could like take that, write it down instead of like having to think of it. Yeah, like idea. like I had already lived it, so I didn't have to imagine it. You know, so there are definitely things in that book that are imaginary or that I created, but so much of it, like the feelings and the places and stuff, are all very real. Um, so bigger than a bread box took six months, and my Jasper June took five years. What advice would you give to a new writer? So I have lots of advice for new writers, but nobody likes the advice that I have to give. Um, the most important thing is that you guys are growing up in a generation where there will always be distractions. There will always be fun things to stare at and to ways, million ways to talk to people and interesting new television shows and video games that you're engrossed in. and. So the number one thing for any creative pursuit for someone your age is gonna be that you have to shut all that down. That if you don't make a conscious choice to turn all those things off and make quiet space for yourself to be creative in, you won't be able to do it. Not, not in a truly focused, creative way. And so the number one thing is that kids need to learn to turn off all the devices and find themselves in silence. But nobody likes that advice, it's not fun. Um, the second thing is that you need to set aside, so, so my best advice would be, you take 10 minutes a day, doesn't have to be hours and hours, 10 minutes a day, you go in your room, you close the door, you turn off all the devices, you don't have a phone on you, right? You lay on the ground, you stare at the ceiling, and you just lay there for 10 minutes, letting your mind wander, and then when you're done with your 10 minutes of silence, you get up and you write down one sentence in a notebook. 
And if you do that every day, 10 minutes of silence followed by one sentence in a notebook, 10 years from now, you will be a writer. Like, you just will be. That's what it is to be a writer, is to devote energy and time and focus to thinking and then make, make a point of writing a little something every day. That's a lot of sentences. Yeah. Right. The point is, if you write a sentence every day for 10 years... But if they're all going to be, like, different... Well, but the point is, then you go back, then, then some, when something sparks your real attention, you'll want to write that story. Oh. You'll want... To, like, I'm not saying you can only write a sentence. I'm just saying you want to write a sentence every day. Thank you to author Laurel Snedded for visiting us today. We loved having you. My pleasure. <laughs>